Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. It's Shep Hyken. We're back with another episode of Amazing Business Radio. We have a great guest today. Mish Hancock is the CEO of 100th Monkey, a digital marketing agency. And we're going to talk about how creating the content experience and digital marketing experience is a great part of the customer experience. Now, before we get into that, quick announcement. First, I want to thank our sponsor, which is Text Expander, and they are a wonderful productivity tool that allows you to create a piece of text that you use again and again and again, and uh, allows you to make a copy of that. And then with just a matter of uh, two or three uh, keystrokes, boom, it populates right there, either on an email, uh, on a social channel, wherever you need that text. And of course, you'd want to tweak it and customize it a little bit. More about that at the break. But I'll just tell you that Cindy in my office loves this tool. It saves her hours and hours every week. All right, before we get into the interview, I have some announcements and you know what they are if you've heard the show before. If you've got a story that you want to share or a question that you want to ask, reach out to me on any of the social media channels because I'm pretty much everywhere. And if it's a question, use the hashtag AskShep and I will answer it either right there in the social channel, put it in my newsletter on this uh, podcast or perhaps in my TV show, I will answer the question and that TV show is called... Be amazing or go home. And you can catch episodes on Amazon Prime, Roku, or just go to beamazing.tv. That's beamazing.tv. All right, let's get into our interview. Mish, welcome to the show. Hello, Chef. Thank you. <laughs> well, we have a lot to talk about, and I'm kind of excited that you're here for a couple of reasons. Number one, you and I have never met before, but you live maybe six miles from me. Uh, downtown St. Louis, and you've lived in St. Louis where I live. And here I I, I find out about uh, the CEO, Mish Hancock, of, of 100th Monkey, and I'm very intrigued by the name. I want to talk about that. You're part of a digital marketing agency, and I firmly believe my entire career that, is, well, especially as we moved into the digital era, that this is a great opportunity to interact with customers and create an experience digitally. Uh, and you and I talked briefly before we came on here. I believe that a big part of customer experience is marketing. Uh, they kind of go hand in hand. So let's just jump right into it. I know 100th Monkey has been around for about 13 years or so. What is 100th Monkey? I'm intrigued by the name. <laughs> Why would I name my company something so crazy? Well, um, there is actually something called the 100th Monkey Phenomenon. I'm familiar and, with that. Um, okay. So but tell us, tell our, our and by the way, just so everybody listening knows, I did not plan to ask this question, or I don't know <laughs> what the answer is going to be, and I'm excited about it. So share with them what the 100th Monkey Principle is. 
So there. Um, there was actually a group of scientists that were studying this colony of monkeys on this little island, and they were throwing sweet potatoes out to the monkeys. And they would get sand on them and the monkeys would eat them. But one day, one monkey was like, you know, this could be better. So the monkey took the sweet potato over to a stream, washed off all the sand. And the other monkeys were like, that is a really good idea. And the scientists watched as monkey by monkey took this on. And they said by the hundredth monkey, it became the new way of doing things. And that's how I looked at social media marketing when, you know, when I first started, it was, it was still pretty young. It wasn't mature as it is today for businesses, but I thought little by little, this is going to be the new way of doing things. And that's why I named my company hundredth monkey. Yeah. Because one day everybody would be on social media. Everybody's going to want to do it. Yep. Exactly. I remember in 2009, I came home and said, I learned about this thing called Twitter. I, I, I haven't quite figured out exactly what it is, but here we are, what, 12, 13, 14 years later, I have over 100,000 followers and we interact all the time, although I'm not sure what's going to happen with Twitter. Maybe you have some insight on that. But uh, Well, having insight into Elon's mind is a whole other level of, <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> but but I love what Twitter did. I mean, it, it, you know, it isn't just about, um, hey, I'm doing this. It's about here's an idea and hoping you're going to get commentary and feedback on it which again is is part of marketing, engaging your community. So uh, what exactly do you do at 100th Monkey? I know it's a digital marketing agency, but give us a little bit more insight there. Sure. So our core competency really is social media marketing, um, helping our clients to show up well on the platforms and how to fully use those platforms, whether it's you know getting people to talk to them, getting that engagement they're looking for, uh, also, of course, doing advertising via the platforms and just making sure that, you know, they're staying on brand and they're staying on messaging and they're lending value to the people that they're talking to, which is a big part of what you should be doing on social media. Mm -hmm. So social media, it's called social media for a reason. It's yes. not a monologue media. It's not one way to you media. How many companies really get it right now by a percentage? I see so many companies out there just posting, posting, and there's like no interaction. And right. I'm wondering, obviously, that's not social media. That's advertising. Well, and, and, and I think the reason why it's, you know, it depends on where they're putting their budget, right? Because it's posting is great. You know, you're showing up. If people go look at your social media, they'll know you're alive that, you know, you, you haven't gone by the wayside yet. I mean, because believe me, I've been on the pages where I'm like, wow, they haven't posted since 2013 or are they still around, you know, but um, it is a lot of work. There's a lot of work going on in the background. Not only are you posting and making sure it's well-branded, you know, keeping on message and such, but the interaction part can be huge. There's got to be someone that's, as you said, it's social media. It's not me just talking from the radio or the TV and not getting any feedback. Your people can give you feedback right away. And you need to be answering that feedback and communicating back and forth with them. I was just interviewed about an hour or so ago for a TV show uh, that's it's nationally syndicated. It's just a short interview. And one of the things we talked about was responding to comments that customers leave. So that's not us pushing information and starting a conversation, ideally. It's a customer who says, you're, you're fantastic. 
And then another customer saying, I really hate you because and maybe there was a problem, <laughs> right? Okay. And so I was asked, well, how, how would you respond to that? Well, number one, I would respond to every comment, not exactly. Just, uh, the, and by the way, negative reviews or negative comments need to be dealt with immediately. Ideally Absolutely. within minutes, if not maybe an hour or two, you can wait a day or two to respond to a positive comment. But I believe every comment needs to be and I'm and I'd love to know if you agree with me or not. But where I'm going with this is if you're going to write a comment, it shouldn't be like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's not to somebody that gives you a positive comment. That's not genuine. That is simply rubber stamping it. You, it's important to actually respond in a way that makes the customer feel heard as an individual. And I believe people are watching. They're looking to see how you do this. And it's a nice setup for bringing them into your community, bringing them into your business and getting them to know you better and know how you work. Negative responses you know, are from, from customers dealing with that complaint, problems, issues, watching how a company deals with it could give a customer, a, a new customer, tremendous confidence to want to do business with you. So Shep, you would make an excellent social media manager for that reason, because that's exactly <laughs> what I would say. You know, I mean, you know, when people are talking to you, do talk back. And yes, thank you. But, you know, thank you so much for your response, response, whoever, you know, hope you have a great day or we can't wait to see you come in again. And then, yes, the negative um, when people say something negative. Now, the only the only thing I would say is if it's a troll, get rid of them. Right. right. If it's just someone being a troll, just delete it, ban them from the page. There's a lot of them out there. But if it's a, a customer or client or that has had experience with you that was less than, you know, you would want them to have, then, yeah, you should respond to them. And other people are watching. And when yeah. they see that you want to take care of that issue or, you know, address it in some way, like a lot of them were like, we are so sorry to hear about your, your experience. Will you please direct message our page with your contact information so we can have someone reach out to you? And by the way, that was my next comment is that's the suggestion I would make is don't argue in public. No. You don't want to turn into that. And you have to be very careful. You're not trying to win an argument. You're trying to win the customer. Exactly. And so the way to do that is go to the direct message mode, deal with it. And then I preach, come back after you've dealt with the customer and thank them for taking the time to let you work on it. And in the perfect world, they're going to come back and respond to your thank you and say, oh, I'm so glad I did. Another comment I'd like to ask you or make and get your feedback on is that um, we do a lot of research in our company on customer service. And we know the number one channels that customers reach out for customer support are phone, email, they like to go on and get chat. At the very bottom of the list is social media. So what we've determined uh, through our surveys with consumers is that they don't go to social media first. That's a place they went because they weren't heard or couldn't get through another channel. And therefore, they're seeking revenge. <laughs> it's, it sounds crazy. But is that, I mean, what do you think of that? So I think it's, again, it's, it's, uh, dependent upon the the who you're talking to. So we've got clients that people use their social media for a lot of customer service. And this sounds hilarious, but it's what we do. Like we will get, uh, we work with a garden center and someone will come like ask 
hey, do you guys have petunias today? What do you have? What colors? We're literally calling the store. What color petunias do you have? How many? Okay, great. And letting them know. And they and they and people come to rely on them, the customer service arm being their social media channels. So I think it depends. I think a lot of people don't do that. So they may get on social media and ask the question, but nobody answers them. So now they're going to have to do the phone calling, the emailing. But people want to make it easy, meet them where they are. Right. And if you if you offer social media customer care, then make it real clear. Educate your customers to go to that channel and ask because you're monitoring it all the time. Um, I have a, uh, I call him a friend. He's also a client uh, and he is head of customer support worldwide for a major, major, major organization that you and probably I'm going to say 90% of the people, maybe more, who are listening to our podcast do business with this company. And he was getting ready to invest a big amount of money, millions of dollars in the social media customer care. And I said, before you do that, because he's finding more and more people are going there, I want you to find out of the people that are going there, is this the first place they went? Mm-hmm. And guess what he found out? No, it's not. Uh, it's because they're going there because they're not getting through other ways. And we need to recognize who our audience is. And by the way, there's a certain demographic that will go straight to social because that's oh, yeah. just what they do. Okay. They're used to it. Right. right. And then there's boomers and Gen Xers and even older millennials that go traditional. So we've mm-hmm. got to keep that in mind. Hey, let's take a quick break. I want to continue the conversation when we come back. This is fantastic how social media and digital marketing plays an important role in the customer experience. We are talking with Mish Hancock, the CEO of 100th Monkey, the digital marketing agency based in St. Louis. Don't go away, we're coming right back. Let's talk about Text Expander, a tool that allows your team to eliminate repetitive typing with just a few keystrokes. Anything you type over and over, such as customer responses, will be at your team's fingertips so they have the power to do what they do best, just faster. Quickly reply to emails and chats from a library of responses that you create, completing answers to common questions and issues. Your entire team stays on the same page with the same common responses that can be personalized on the fly. And it's simple to use. Type commonly used content into a text expander snippet and give it an abbreviation of just a few letters and symbols. Share the snippet with the team. When you type the abbreviation, it triggers the snippet and the content expands anywhere you type, including email, chat, or social media. It's that easy. Just go to www.textexpander.com to learn more about this amazing and productive tool. Sign up for a year and get 20% off. To Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Mish Hancock, CEO of I love the name 100th Monkey. I just like saying it. It's fun. <laughs> I'm glad you do. I love it myself. <laughs> so, and basically, what what the the 100th Monkey idea is, is simply that at some point there is a tipping point. critical mass, if you will, where it, what used to be unique and different becomes normal. And I think we see that with social media and digital marketing. Uh, It used to be rather strange to receive some type of an email from a strange company we'd never heard of. Well, now we get them every day. Sometimes it's spam, but sometimes it's real. And the ones that do it right, figure it out. Uh, Same thing with any social posts. 
Uh, I'd love to dive into the idea of creating a content experience for our customers that make them say, wow, I really love this company. They know who I am. They give me what I want. They give me the great information. So is that part of what 100th Monkey does? Absolutely. And and it's really important, you know, foundationally speaking, a company should have a really good sense of who they are, what their values are. And when I say values, I, I, I don't mean like we are of integrity. We are, you know, we are accountability, responsibility. Like what are your really true values? You know, we love when our customers smile. You know, we like what's the what's the thing that just gets your company going? Oh my gosh, this is perfect. This is exciting. You know, so that that's what you want to put out there. Here's who we are and what we value, and really be authentic. So whatever you're putting together, and of course everybody loves video. You know, so those quick, short little videos as posts are very important. And you just do a, a short video about, hey, this is this is what we want to do for you. And sharing the experiences of your company and the experiences of your clients, be authentic and be real. You don't have to get all glammed up and have the perfect makeup and outfit on these days. People really appreciate the just here I am and this is what I do. And I may not be the most gorgeous human being on earth, but I got a lot of heart and this is how I love to show up for my clients. Yep. I like to think of myself as having a great face for an audio podcast. (laughs) And say great face for radio. <laughs> well, I think you're cute, Chef. So oh, you're thank good. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. The feeling is mutual. Not that I'm cute, but that you're cute too. <laughs> so that's great. Now you just said something uh, about being authentic and your value. Uh, what's your, you know, what do you value? Um, and I'd love to talk to you a little bit about uh, the idea of of standing for something, of, of believing in something, call it a cause. Maybe it's you want to give back to the community. Maybe it's sustainability. Maybe it's, you know, I want to make the earth greener. <laughs> I don't know. How do you feel about companies that that take on a cause or something that's important to the community? Well, so that that right there shows a value, right? Mm-hmm. This shows like our heart is in this particular. So they can be selling whatever the heck they want. Right. But if their heart is with a certain charity that they want to showcase, that's fantastic. That's kind of that's that full circle. Right. Like we're a company where we are creating wealth within our company, but we're sharing that wealth with a particular community as well. And I love that kind of circle. Um, For 100th Monkey, our big thing is we just kindness is huge. And we think of ourselves as we are kind to our clients. We help our clients show up as kind for their people. You know, we want to get spread that message out there that it doesn't hurt to be kind. It's actually pretty easy. And the gifts you receive from it are amazing. Do you have a specific, um, I don't want to call it a tagline, uh, but some type of a, a mantra or a saying or phrase that defines that kindness concept for you and your customers or your clients? Yeah. I mean, with us, the whole thing is our, our job is to make your business better. Mm -hmm. That is our job. And so, and to help you get, and to help you grow your business. And so we're going to do that through marketing, but marketing has a way of showing what's not working in your company. And so if there's something broken, like we're bringing you great leads, but the sales part isn't happening, 
what's going on with sales. And, and we are more than happy to become a part of that process as well. So we can really make it all work. Mm, yep. So, um, gosh, it, it makes me realize that, you know, God, my mind's swarming and I don't want to get off the, the whole idea <laughs> of the cause and, and everything else. We have a mantra. I call them mantras. They're short one sentence phrases or less that describes everything we are for our clients and everything we are for. And ours is always be amazing. And it's a perfect thing to ask when somebody in their office is not being amazing. Like I had somebody that kept showing up late every single day. So I brought them in. I said, we've got a problem here. You're showing up late. When you show up late, everybody else says, oh, they get away with it. I'll start showing up late. So it doesn't really, you know, we've got to set the tone right. And, and she goes, I get it. I get it. And of course the next day she was late again. So I brought her in. I go, what is our mantra here at Shepherd Presentations? And she says, always be amazing. I said, do you believe that showing up late every day is amazing behavior? And she said, no. And I said, that's the point. We need to to fix this. Uh, So you have a choice. And that is to either be amazing or go home. And she goes, oh, that's a great title for a book. Did you write that one? I wrote the book, Be Amazing uh, (laughs) or Go Home. And it was a bunch of, and I I have these seven ideas that were just, this is what it's, and and the first chapter is about her and how this this book came to be. And then I understood what was the problem. And it was very funny. We we talked about it. She goes, well, I moved so far away and I'm trying to figure out, you know, I keep leaving a little bit earlier every day thinking I'm going to get here on time. And I said, that's not what amazing people do amazing people leave really, really early, realize they got here way too soon and start leaving a little bit later to find the time. She goes, oh, so sometimes you just have to That's perfect. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So anyway, our goal is to be amazing internally, to treat each other that way, to be amazing for our clients and to teach our clients to be amazing for what they do. Hence, that's my customer service experience message. I love it. uh, Yeah. And I love like the Ritz Carlton, uh, they're ladies, you know, we're ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. And I know that in today's woke society, we probably have to change that up a little bit, but, uh, when they get around to it, they will, but that's a great message that, that kind of defines who they are. All right. I want to get back to the idea of being involved in the community with the charity, uh, something that's important to the community or something important to the world. Um, you know, we live in a wonderful town it's not a huge city. It used to be, okay? But we have uh, we used to have the headquarters of Anheuser-Busch, very philanthropic. Mm-hmm. I remember when there were floods and people couldn't get fresh water. Instead of canning beer, they would can water and ship it out. Um, right. I, I know Enterprise Rent-A-Cars here, huge philanthropic. Um, uh, they, they, you know, it's amazing what, what they do for the community and for the world. Uh, is that marketing or is that just because they believe in a cause? Well, I mean, I think it can be a little bit of both, right? Because Mm -hmm. obviously if you're supporting an amazing cause, then you should talk about it. It says a lot about you. And, um, you know, I mean, so one of the things, you know, I talked about with Hunter's Monkey were about kindness, but the other thing that we talk a lot about is raising your voice. We help you to raise your voice to be heard out there. And, you know, that's what I do. My other gig being TEDx St. Louis is raising your voice and the people I have on the podcast, it's raising voices that 
we feel need to be heard. And that is what you as a company are doing for any charity is you're helping them to raise their voice through your amazing work as a company. So yes, absolutely. You should be talking about it. Yeah. And there's, there's a, a group of customers that almost any company or organization might have that when they find out what you believe in and what's important to you, they just want to be doing business with people who think like they do. So it it is in a, in a sense, even though it's really giving back and altruistic at the same time, there's a little bit of reason to do it business-wise because it helps you connect with a whole group of people that want to find companies like you to do business with. And that's becoming more and more important with every generation. So it was big with the millennials and even more so with Gen Z. Yep. So if you're watching, you know, who's coming in, I mean, those kids are putting their money where their mouth is. I mean, I will, I have a Gen Z daughter who will say, oh, I like to buy from them because they fill in the blank here. This is the amazing thing that they're doing or who they support kind of thing. Or I don't want to do business with them because. Yes. Right. Yeah, they don't have the exactly. same belief. They do this, and I do not agree with it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yep, love it. All right, we are just about out of time, which means, and you know what's coming that last <laughs> one idea that you want to share with us today. What is that going to be from you? Be authentic. That is what I find to be the most important thing with any marketing you do. Be yeah. authentic. I think that's a great message because. If you're not, and somehow you still get the business, it's just a matter of time before you lose the business for being something less than authentic. The truth rises, right? Yeah, yeah, love it. All right, Mish Hancock, this is why we call this Amazing Business Radio. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Chef. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be a guest. Uh, It's great. It was a great conversation. And I promise everybody next week, we will have another great conversation, another great interview. So please come back. And until that time, this is Shep Hyken reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.